Welcome to the Path to Podcast Success. My name is Evan Johnson, and I want to share with you how to develop and maintain a successful podcast. My guests and I will discuss all things podcasting and how your podcast can become an essential part of your business. That means more revenue, better relationships with your audience, and so much more. If you haven't already, check out our website at ipodcastedit.com and enter your email address to get each episode delivered directly to your inbox, along with some other free information I'm sure you'll find useful. Get ready to turn on your mic and join me on the path to podcast success. I had an incredible time uh, on this episode of my podcast talking with Dr. Chad Woolner. Now, uh, what Chad is doing is something that's pretty close to my heart because even though I myself am not a chiropractor, most of the people that he helps, uh, I go to a chiropractor and I have been I have been helped so much through chiropractic care. And the fact that Dr. Uh, Woolner is is making such an impact in the lives of chiropractors, helping them spread their message is incredible. Um, so in this episode, we we dive into something really interesting, and that is having a podcast as a as someone with a brick and mortar business most people think that uh, if you have a podcast it only would really work if you have an online business right if you have an online business then you can have a podcast reach more people but if you have a physical practice surprisingly having a podcast really helps spread your influence and spread your message in your community to get more people into your practice now he's a chiropractor um, so if you're a chiropractor, chiropractor out there listening to this, uh, having a podcast really can benefit your business. And the same is true for any brick and mortar business. So I hope you get a lot out of this episode. If you have any questions, please reach out. Um, Dr. Chad and I would be more than willing to answer any questions that you guys have. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, Chad, thank you so much for being willing to come on the show today. I'm excited to have you on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, man. Excited to be here. So uh, we'll dive into this in a little bit, but I know you have two podcasts, and so you have a lot of experience with podcasts, and I like to start off in the same place with everyone, and so, and that is by asking, what was your biggest fear of podcasting when you were first starting out, and did that fear come true? Yeah, no, uh, the, the biggest fear that I had was just the uh, not knowing... Uh, not the technical stuff in terms of recording it, producing it and stuff. I've, I've grown up uh, doing music and recording. And so that came fairly, I think, straightforward to me. Um, yeah. And especially with the way that tools and software are these days, that wasn't the issue. For me, I didn't quite understand like the connection between like, okay, now we get this recording. How do we get that uploaded in the, into the uh, internet sphere or whatever so that it shows up in the Apple, you know, um, um, podcast app you know I just had no clue about that and and it wasn't that I was like afraid of it I just didn't know and so um, I came across I think it was John Lee Dumas's book um, on podcasting it was like how to how to start your own podcast or whatever and I read it and within like three or four pages um, I got the gist of it it was like there's a lot of different platforms out there that'll just take care of that for you yeah. And so I was just like, well, I'll just do that. And so I, I, uh, I started and, and, um, so your question of did the fear come true? No, no, I think, um, and I think that's so, I think there's a much bigger lesson to be learned there beyond that is that sometimes we make things out to be more complicated or more scary or frightening 
than they need to be. Um, so I think that's a great question that you start with because I think that's a, a lesson for everybody in that sense that sometimes it may not be that barrier that's holding somebody back. It may be something else, but typically uh, these barriers are, are far more imaginary than they are real, you know? Oh yeah, exactly. And that, I'm sure it also comes from a place of, especially with something like a podcast where it's an investment in time and sometimes in money if you outsource and yeah. that fear can come out in, overcomplicating it in your head to kind of make an excuse to not go through with it when you're scared. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm happy that you went for it and you, and you found the resources to, to actually get started. So, um, I wanted to ask as well, um, what parts of the podcast process do you yourself cover? So you learned all that stuff. You learned how to start the podcast. Did you do, do, did you, and do you, do all of it or do you outsource any of it? Yeah. So I literally did everything. So my, my first podcast, the Cairo funnel podcast, we started that, um, golly, nearly, I want to say almost three years ago, I think. And we're on our, I think we're at 218 or 19 episodes or something like that. And when I first started it, um, well, and actually still, I, I do everything myself. I'm just recently utilizing some assistance on the um, editing. Um, but yeah, so basically what I would do is I would take my phone and I would record just as I was driving to work, just record some thoughts. And then I would then send those uh, or then I would uh, edit those in uh, a software that I have for recording. It's my, the software that I use is a little bit overkill for most people, but I just already I had it um, just for music recording and whatnot. So I would edit it. Um, and then I, um, I basically self-sponsor the podcast. So anything that I'm promoting, I'll basically put that at the beginning of the podcast episode. This episode is brought to you by, and then whatever the thing is that I'm promoting. Uh, and then I have my created my show intro. I had that uh, outsourced, I, I found some stock music and then I outsourced the narration on like Fiverr or something like that Yeah, and uh, put that together. Um, and then, yeah, it, it would only take me, I would typically batch episodes. So I would typically back when I was consistent with it, um, I would batch, you know, I don't know, like five or 10 episodes at a time and I would get those pre-scheduled out. I didn't have a set like Monday and Friday, you know, type schedule for that. And so, um, yeah, so, so I did, so, so that one I did all by myself, but recently about, um, I think a little less than a year ago, we started our second podcast, the health fundamentals podcast, which is more of a podcast, uh, for our clinic locally. And then just, you know, talking more health related subjects. And with that, we have a virtual assistant, uh, over in the Philippines who, helps us with that. And the way we do that is a little different in terms of the format. We actually record video Mm -hmm. and audio. And so what he'll do is he'll take uh, the video and audio. He'll sync that up um, to get good quality audio matched up with the video. He'll extract the audio. So we'll have both audio and video. He'll get it transcribed. Um, He'll put in the show notes and everything. And then he will um, post for us on our uh, podcast platform, our syndication uh, platform. He'll post onto Facebook, he'll post onto YouTube, and then he'll take that YouTube video and he will upload it into our uh, clinic blog. 
as well. Um, and then one last thing that he'll do is he'll take little excerpts from it, like a 60 second clip, kind of like highlighting the episode. He'll use uh, a software uh, called Wave, W-A-V-V-E dot co, I think it is, wave.co. And it's a software that'll allow you to create like these little, um, you know, snippet advertisements for the episodes. So we, we do those for each episode and then we'll upload those as kind of like a preview or a prelude to the episode on Monday. And we do it Monday and Friday. And so it's on Monday's upcoming episode, we're going to be talking about blah. And then it's like a 60 second little kind of trailer, so to speak. So yeah. that's what he does. So, so yeah. So answering your original question, uh, I originally started off doing everything myself. Now we have an assistant that helps with a lot of that stuff. Right. Okay. So, and is the assistant's only job to do the podcast related stuff or did you already have that assistant for other stuff? And then you brought and you added the podcast to it. Just for podcast. Yeah. I, he worked with a friend of mine on some other stuff and I reached out to him and I knew he was trustworthy and I said, Hey, um, you know, would you be interested in working on my podcast? Have you had experience doing video editing and audio editing and everything? He's like, Oh yeah, I can do it. And so he, uh, he did a couple samples for me and, and we've been doing it ever since he's, he's done a great job, done a really, really good job. Perfect. Yeah. That sounds amazing. That's, I know, I know sometimes good assistants are good, you know, uh, helpers for something like this or sometimes are hard to find. Yeah, no. I, and that's the thing. My experience obviously is, is pretty limited, but, uh, so far so good. He's done a very good job. He's very faithful. He's very loyal. Um, and he's very confident and consistent. Like you give him a job to do and he gets it done. That's so amazing. yeah. Glad to hear oh, yeah. that. Glad to hear yeah. that. So uh, I'd like to switch the uh, I'd like to switch uh, gears a little bit and go more sure. into the business side of things. Sure. You have two podcasts. Um, I know we talked a little bit before we started recording. One is in relation to a brick and mortar, and one is more traditional online space. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Talk a little bit about the brick and mortar one because. That is a, and like I, I mentioned to you, that's a perspective that I don't think we've had on here before because mostly I talk to other people in the online space only, but you have a brick and mortar store and a podcast related to that. So how do you make that work? Yeah, no, great question. Um, so yeah, we have a clinic in Meridian, Idaho, Align Integrated Medical. And, um, you know, I feel like a podcast is a really great way to help promote any local brick and mortar business for several reasons. Uh, number one, uh, it's probably one of the easiest ways to create consistent, uh, authentic content. Um, you know, I think most people these days, I, and maybe not most, a lot of business owners know when it comes to, uh, let's just say organic search engine optimization type stuff. Most people know that you can hire a company that will either write articles for you or outsource articles and, and do all that stuff and maybe even some done for you video type marketing and, and all that stuff. Um, and, and not to say anything wrong with that because we've used that and we still use that. That's great. But a podcast is a really authentic way for you to produce content that is good not only for the search and visibility standpoint, but also for a way to connect with your audience locally. And then the other thing that we're finding, uh, and these are just a few reasons. I know there's probably tons of reasons why, but um, another great reason or another uh, great angle is that it's a great way to build other key strategic relationships in the community in terms of other 
you know, non-competing businesses. And so we've kind of recently shifted, uh, shifted gears a little bit or, or at least added into the mix uh, a strategy where we are going to start interviewing uh, other local business owners in health related fields. So on Thursday, we've got an interview set up with a friend of ours who's a really well-known orthodontist here in town. We're going to be talking about orthodontics and braces and all that and what that has to do with overall health and, and just different things like that. We figured we've got a friend of ours who, who does, um, uh, a lot of vision rehab with eyes. He does some really cool stuff like that for people who've had like concussions or sports rehab or things like that. So we're going to be talking with him. Uh, we've, we're going to interview uh, a local CrossFit gym, the owners of the CrossFit gym and talk to them about that. And so these are all opportunities for us to A, create really good content, meaningful content. B, allow us to kind of cross pollinate with their audiences. Each one of these, you know, business owners, they've got their own little followings of, you know, a thousand, two thousand, five thousand plus people that are aware of them and know them. Uh, you know, third, it's going to give us an opportunity to get, um, you know, uh, promotion and exposure from an online standpoint in terms of potential uh, backlinking that could be done there that would help improve and increase our, our visibility. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, and, and, and again, it, it gives us an opportunity too to uh, share even more information and perspectives than just our own perspectives uh, with our audience uh, as well. And so, I think uh, podcasting for, for brick and mortar, I, I have this maybe like chip on my shoulder or a little bit of a bias in the sense that um, I think sometimes in this day and age, brick and mortar businesses can kind of, um, can kind of uh, get drowned out with all of the excitement of uh, online businesses. You know, not to, that's not to dog online businesses, but the fact of the matter is, is that I think sometimes brick and mortar businesses maybe perhaps, and maybe I'm wrong here, feel like maybe they're left out of the party, so to speak. Oh, podcasting, we can't do that because we're a brick and mortar business or funnels, we can't do that because we're a brick and mortar business or whatever it might be. But the reality of it is, is brick and mortar businesses uh, could utilize a lot of these same tools, if not all of them, uh, in in very real and very powerful ways. And so that's kind of a cool angle. And, and this podcast, you know, it, it's it's not necessarily intended just to be just for brick and mortar. You know, it's got the opportunity to have global reach, obviously, and that's what we ultimately would hope for with it. But we certainly know that that local presence can be only, it can only help, you know, in terms of that local presence, in terms of a means of, of differentiating. And, and the other cool thing too, is it gives us a massive objective distinction between us and other uh, competitors. You know, we're the right. only that, that I'm aware of, we're the only chiropractic practice or only integrated clinic here in the entire valley. And I think even in the entire state to have a podcast. So that's kind of a cool distinction that we can, that we can work from and we can kind of really capitalize on if we're smart about it and if we're, we're willing to kind of play the long game. And so, which we definitely, I think are willing to play that long game. So, so anyways, that's, that's kind of how that all fits into what we're doing with, with podcasting there. Yeah. And I'm sure when people in your area or in the state, anywhere, search online, chiropractor, you know, blank area for anyone out there who has a brick and mortar, when they search that, usually, I'm sure for you, your podcast and your online presence is probably going to be everywhere. Because usually, that's when the, it's a, yeah, that's yeah. the plan for sure. Yeah. 
yeah usually brick and mortar stores i mean they their only presence is like i guess on yelp or like that they show up on google because they exist there's no actual online presence or content right and i also really liked how you're you're beginning to interview and have on your podcast other health professionals in your area because as someone who's gone through and currently going through chiropractic um help myself one of my first thoughts when i go through this and i'm thinking a lot about my health and improving my health is i like chiropractors work on eyes you know i wear glasses i think oh what about um what about like eye stuff i should be aware of you know where do i go for that I don't like, um, I don't, I'm not going to go to my chiropractor and like ask, Hey, should I be worried about my eyes? Like, should I go to someone for that? You know, they don't know, but if they have someone, but for you, you could just say, Oh, go do uh, check out my podcast episode blank. Uh, We talked Mm -hmm. with a local eye doctor about all kinds of things. It'd be really interesting for you. Same with teeth or skin or whatever. So I think that's a very interesting way to expand the audience. And like you said, utilizing their audiences as well. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think long-term what it does is it, is it helps you become a far more integral pillar in your community, which is what I think whether brick and mortar businesses realize this or not, whether they want it or not, that, that, that should be an ultimate kind of goal for you. You know, hopefully most brick and mortar businesses don't have plans of, of being in it for a year or two and then calling it quits. You know, when I started my practice, it was a long-term play and long-term as in like, you know, 20, 30 plus years or whatever, or longer, you know, we want to be there and we want to continue to grow and thrive and with, with no real end in sight, you know? And, and right. so for us, uh, you know, we're, we're here to stay. And so what, what better way for us to, to become more of an integral pillar in the community than to be uh, a place or at least have a platform for us that would allow us to kind of aggregate and congregate, uh, you know, other, other local businesses and other resources to help our community besides just what we do in our, in our little sphere of influence. If we can, like you said, connect people to resources that would help them in other areas. And maybe it's not even like health related. You know, we've got a friend of ours here who's got a, a, uh, a local um, uh, real estate agency. And, and I know that he's done some health stuff, you know, recently, I think he did like a bodybuilding competition. We could interview him and talk about, you know, his business just, you know, on the side, you know? And so you don't have to, I I mean, I I guess the point in sharing that and with any of this is I think more brick and mortar businesses could, um, could do a whole lot more if they were just willing to think just slightly outside the box a little bit in terms of some of these things, you know what I mean? Um, Maybe some less than, at least currently less than conventional approaches. And the exciting thing about it is that uh, podcasting, at least in terms of the masses is still such a new concept that, that there is plenty of room for people to come in. You know, I think um, eventually when brick, when more brick and mortar businesses begin to realize there's an opportunity there by that time, uh, it will become more saturated. And it's one of those things where how many people wish that they had started their own YouTube channel back in 2007, you know, or whatever. And it's like, you know, podcasting is just starting to sort of take off in terms of that. And I think it's only going to, it's only going to continue, especially in light of a lot of the, the technological advances that we're seeing with 
uh, Google Smart Home and Alexa, a Amazon Alexa, and all those different things where uh, people's like daily routines are becoming more and more automated. And as part of that, I think you're going to see more people are going to get their news in an automated fashion mm -hmm. um, that way. And, and, and including pot, your, their, their kind of daily podcast lineup is going to be part of that. You know what I mean? And I'm not like, I'm not like, this isn't something I just thought of off the top of my head. This is something I heard Gary Vaynerchuk say, you know, a while ago, he's like, Oh yeah, that's eventually that's the way things are going. You know, as people are just going to have their daily, you know, uh, you know, lineup of news feeds that they get through various sources and podcasts are going to be part of that, you know? And so, um, point, point being is, is there's an opportunity now before the marketplace is just completely saturated, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Podcasting is like the new YouTube channel or blog really. Yeah. And it's honestly, in my opinion, better than both of those, because like you said, people's daily routines are becoming more automated. Podcasting yeah. is perfectly suited to that. You don't have to sit down and watch a video or sit yes. down and block out time and focus and read a blog post. You exactly. Just listen to a podcast episode and cook breakfast or drive to work or work out or whatever. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I love another thought about how amazing it is that you're integrating those other businesses, including out businesses that are outside of the health space, like the real estate, because yeah. like, especially people in your area, I doubt any other local business honestly probably has a podcast or any online presence, but that's the first place people go to when they look for stuff, when they look for a uh, real estate or someone right. to help with that. Where do they go first online? Well, yeah. what they're going to be directed to when they look at real estate online in their area is still your podcast. Yeah. Cause you have someone on there who does real estate. They're going to see yeah. that because the real estate guy doesn't have any online presence. Yep. And then they get answers to the real estate questions and plus they see that you're a chiropractor. So then they get answers to chiropractic questions. They didn't even know that they had. And then yep. they come into your office because, Hey, I was looking for real estate, found your podcast episode, got that taken care of. And then listen to your other episodes about chiropractic and realize that I need that. So here I am. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you've pretty, you've made it pretty obvious that having a podcast with a brick and mortar business is extremely beneficial. But I do know that having a brick and mortar business, especially a chiropractic office, because as someone who's been in and out of chiropractic offices as a patient, I see how busy they are. I see how yeah. many patients come in and out and all the stuff they're doing. So how, how have you been able to integrate a podcast without, um, without, with still being able to focus on your practice and sleep and have a family, I assume, and all right. that kind of stuff? Um, is it still worth it? And how have you been able to do that for those businesses out there who I know their first thought is, Oh, I don't have time for that. Even if it would yeah. be. Good. Yeah, no, that's a great question. In fact, you're, most of these questions have been really good because they're very like tactical questions, which are, which are great. Cause I think if, if me listening to this, I would want to know, like, give me, give me the meat, man. Give me the, give me the stuff that I need to do. Um, so in, in terms of that, it's really actually pretty simple. What we do is we, we do batching um, is what we do. Um, and, and in terms of total time that it takes to do all this, it's really not that complicated. Uh, and it really doesn't take a tremendous amount of time. I would say maybe a couple hours a week, if that. Um, what we typically do is we'll typically take the um, last Friday of the month. Uh, we'll typically uh, do our recordings. 
for, for our health fundamentals podcast. And we'll typically record, we try to shoot for about eight episodes recorded. Um, and we don't do any of the editing. So it's just literally just setting the camera up and going and we talk and, uh, we've got a, a whole setup here, our own podcast studio. Now I know most docs probably don't have that type of thing, but it really doesn't take much to have your own little setup. It's not that difficult. Uh, you can get online and get a little backdrop made up, a custom backdrop, uh, put that in a little closet or a little room. And when you're ready to record it, just put that up behind you. Um, you can get a little desktop mic, even like something like this, or I've got, um, one of these mics here, you know, that we set up Yeah. and, uh, and so, uh, we'll press record. We'll do eight episodes. We'll send those over to our assistant. He'll do the editing for us and, and, and all that stuff. And then, um, and then he'll schedule those out for us. And, and, and that's pretty much it. And then the first Friday of the month, what we'll do is we'll then begin researching for topics for the last Friday of the month when we record. So that gives us the full, you know, roughly, four weeks of, of our, of our time to be able to just kind of casually be looking for different stories. Anytime we get a good idea, we'll copy it and the, the link to whatever the article is or the resource or the research or whatever, or the topic idea. And then we'll put it into a, uh, a Google doc that we have that just has all of our podcast episode ideas, or I'll share it in a message with the other doc. That's the co-host with me, Dr. Allen. And, uh, and then we just have this ongoing sheet that these are the episodes and, and we don't have to, uh, it's, it's very casual in that we don't have some sort of a set script that we have to go off of. It's just literally like a conversational. And that's kind of a, the cool part about having a co-host is that we don't have to interview people. If we want to share our own stuff, we just talk mm -hmm. to each other and just kind of bounce ideas off each other. And it's kind of fun in that way. It's got a very kind of, again, kind of laid back vibe to it. Um, but in, in terms of, of the time that it takes away from the practice, it, it doesn't really take any time away from the practice because, um, because of that batching, you know, because once we're, right. once we've recorded the episodes, we're done for the month. So we basically just take one day out of the month, which I guarantee you any brick and mortar business can do. And in terms of total time, you know, each episode, we would range from a low of, 10 to 12 minutes to a high of 30 minutes. Maybe sometimes if we have topics that we're really digging deep into um, for the most part, we'll just say average episode, 15 minutes, let's say. So you do eight episodes, including like little breaks in between five minutes. So let's just say 20, we'll just say 30, 30 minutes per episode, uh, total, total time recording and everything, which I think is still being generous there. So you're talking four hours, roughly four hours of time. Uh, to, to record those and then just doing research as you go along. Um, you know, so we're probably talking again, um, maybe eight to 10 hours a month, maybe. Right. You know, and those so are for your solo episodes. Like, well, like you and your guests or you and your co-host, I mean, only. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of guests, um, what we're trying to do with that is we're trying to still batch those together. If we've got one interview, we're typically trying to get booked right behind them so we can batch those together too. So we're not doing one here and then one a month later. And then, you know, but again, obviously you're working around people's schedules, so you do the best you can, but still it's, it's not a significant chunk of time. It's pretty easy. It's not. Mm -hmm. Do you do one episode a week? Or Two. We do, yeah. We do Mondays and Fridays. Okay. Yeah. Every Monday and Friday. Right. And we, we just kind of figured that would be a good pace that it's consistent enough 
Um, but that it's, you know, like those are kind of the two bookend days of the week, you know, Monday people are looking for kind of motivation Friday. People are excited for the weekend, you know, and I don't know. Right. I get it. And is that, is that either, um, when I say solo, I mean you and your co-host, would that be solo solo or do you replace one of those with the guest when you have a guest or is it then a third episode that week with a guest? Yeah, no, we would replace those episodes. So our, our, um, assistant, he just knows the drill. He knows that it's either being scheduled for a Monday or a Friday, a Monday or a Friday. And so that's his whole, his whole deal. So he just stacks those up and lines them up. So, yeah. Awesome. Perfect. So, um, I'm sure the next kind of question or topic that people are thinking of is, okay, well, how has this actually helped? Have you seen an actual increase in, in your business and in your presence and in your influence because of your podcast? Would you say? Well, yes, yes and no. Um, so I want to be totally transparent with people. I'm, I'm really big on that. I'd love to brag and say, oh man, we're the biggest and the best and yet all that stuff. Um, the health fundamentals podcast, because it's so new still, you know, I think I want to say like, it's been like, I said, like less than a year and we, we haven't really been too aggressive with that. We haven't seen a whole lot from it yet. Um, Mm -hmm. but the chiral funnel podcast, most definitely, um, you know, as a direct result of that, um, you know, I've made, I don't know, well over six figures, um, from that podcast, primarily from self-sponsoring. And that's not like, um, it's not a super clear trackable thing because the offer at the beginning of that in terms of marketing is, is something that's also marketed elsewhere, but I know I can see my stats and I get from docs feedback in terms of. I've been a loyal listener of your podcast for a long time, this, that, or the other. I bought your program, you know, the, this, that, or the other. And so it's like, um, yeah, Kyra Funnel Podcasts, absolutely uh, very clear. Um, and, and the thing in, in terms of it too, if we're talking like ROI of that, is like it doesn't take a whole lot of time and it doesn't take a whole lot of money. And so for it to make the ROI worth it, if it increased my sales by one or two a month, would be like that would sufficiently justify it. I think, I think at the end of the day, and maybe this is like, uh, hopefully this doesn't like defeat the purpose of what you're doing here, but like, it's gotta be something you enjoy doing. And if, if a doc, if a local brick and mortar business is like, if it's like pulling teeth to them or they'd rather watch paint dry than do it, then don't do it. Cause that's going to show through on your podcast. You, you, you oh, gotta yeah. like, Enjoy it, you know, and that's the thing. Figure out a way to talk about something that you really are passionate about, or that you're excited about, or something you would really enjoy. Um, because then it, then you're not so concerned about, you know, is this is this making me money? Is this making a difference? You know, because some of the best advice that I've ever heard from uh, about podcasting is, do not look at your stats for an for at least an entire year. And I would even say at least two years because uh, you're going to get, it's that attitude we we want so badly for things to catch on quickly. We want that viral nature to everything we do. We want to see, you know, that video that gets a million views or that podcast episode that gets, you know, thousands and thousands of downloads. But the truth be told that that that's not reality. Number one, that doesn't happen overnight. Number one, number two, you're missing the point in that if anybody's listening, that does mean that you're helping someone. That means that you're influencing someone. And that means that there's value there that you're, that you're creating for people that's, 
you know, potentially changing people's lives. And so for me, I don't get so hung up on the, the numbers and the statistics because for me, a, we enjoy doing it. We really do. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great opportunity for us just to have, have a good time putting this together. B, uh, I know that long-term it will definitely pay off for us because it's going to create a sufficient foundation for us that, that is going to differentiate us in such a powerful way and just create such a massive insurmountable barrier between where we're at and where others are at that they're not going to be able to overcome that. I mean, by the time, by the time this catches like really, really starts to gain traction, we're going to be, you know, how many, however many episodes in, it's like, good luck catching up by at that point in time to anybody that's competing with us. You know what I mean? So, so anyways. Exactly. Yeah, no, that is incredible. Yeah. And especially with what you're doing, I mean, it could most certainly change someone's life in a very, very big way. Sure. So, yeah. And especially if you as well, since you're outsourcing, the podcast is really just having great conversations about health and about what you enjoy. And then that's it. That's all you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And someone else takes it from there. I mean, if if you had to do every single part of the process, all the editing, all the production, all that, then I could see that it would be, it would be much more difficult to enjoy it. Even if it's talking about something you enjoy, because who actually, um, I have had a couple guests who legitimately enjoy that part of it, but for most people, that's just something that they're dreading. Like you said, it's like pulling teeth and rather watch paint dry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as we start to wind down the podcast and you already kind of answered this question, but I wanted to ask it anyway, in case you had any other thoughts Um, for those listeners out there, brick and mortar or not, who are unsure about whether or not a podcast is right for them. uh, What would be your number one tip for them? What would you say to them? Um, Kind of along the lines of what we've said already. Yeah. Don't don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. Um, keep it really simple and get moving. Um, if you can create momentum, um, that is one of the greatest um, things that can benefit your business. Uh, podcasting obviously can. Hopefully that's clear from what we've talked about. But yeah. creating momentum, taking action. Uh, even just little doing just little things can make a huge difference in terms of moving the needle with your business. And so my advice in terms of podcasting is um, don't make the process complicated. You don't need to have some sort of, uh, you know, you know, million dollar studio set up or anything like that. I would never recommend anybody doing that. Um, our total setup here, uh, you know, these, these mic stand thingies, I got these on Amazon for like 40 bucks a pop that included the whole stand mic and everything. Whoops. As it falls apart. (laughs) Um, I promise it's not a piece of junk. Um, but, uh, but anyways, uh, it, it doesn't need to be complicated. Um, keep it super simple. So yeah. Incredible. Thank you. So, uh, Chad, for those out there who are interested more in what you do and what you have to say, where can, where can they find you? Um, yeah. So our clinic, uh, is, uh, www.alignmeridian.com. That's our, uh, local clinic. Um, my online, uh, uh, program or my, I, I guess I should say the two podcasts, uh, we'll start there. The Cairo funnel podcast. You can Google that, look that up. Uh, the health fundamentals podcast. Those are kind of the two podcasts, but my program, Chiral Funnel Secrets, is where I teach docs about uh, using funnels and marketing in their practice. Um, so that's kind of the two, the two branches of, of my business is the, 
marketing side, teaching docs how to market their practices and grow their practices. But then I have my own clinic, Align Integrated Medical. So incredible well thank you so much again chad for all of that incredible value and all those links will be in the show notes for people to check out and again thank you uh thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing what you know about contesting. i really appreciate it yeah thanks for having me man. appreciate it great job thank you so much for listening to this episode of the path to podcast success Make sure to head over to ipodcastedit.com to check out the show notes and get each episode of the show delivered right to your inbox. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whichever audio service you use. If you want to continue the conversation or you have a topic you'd like me to discuss on a future episode of the show, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode as we continue down the path to podcast success.